Hello, hello. It is great to see you again, and welcome back to another installment of Advance Your Wealth with Homer Smith. I'm your host and moderator, Ryan Ruff. I'll be with you today. Of course, we've got Homer, the star of the show, joining us. He'll be on momentarily. But look, first and foremost, want to say thank you for finding your way back to the show, whether that be checking us out after the fact on a podcasting or streaming platform, or if you are with us live here today on the Facebook live stream, please feel free to chime in with a comment or a question. Uh, we'd love... You know, to hear from you live in real time. And of course, as always, Homer and I will carve out some time at the end of our discussion to answer some of those questions and comments that might come along throughout the show today. Uh, but look, want to set the scene for what we're talking about today. As you probably know, if you've joined us for past conversations, succession planning. It's come up a lot in our conversations with Homer, and it's a bit, you know, it's a pretty big facet of what he and the team over at Convergent Wealth Partners are doing day in and day out. So today we're really going to get into the weeds of it, you know, truly succession planning for family businesses. As you know, again, from past conversations, family business, family wealth, there's a lot of sticky dynamics that can come into play. So when you throw in the family business coupled with this, you know, the strategies and the concepts surrounding succession planning, boy, can that be a tightrope to walk sometimes so luckily we've got homer and his experiences to lean on and i'm excited to uh you know jump into this conversation and learn more about the topic and obviously provide some value to you guys out there in the audience so that being said let's go ahead and bring homer on to get the conversation rolling homer how you doing today good to see you i'm well ryan good to see you as well Hey, always looking forward to you know being on the show with you. We have some good conversations every time we get together. And uh, today, Homer, I, I think it's it's easy to start by saying, "Hey, families, boy, can conflicts arise and, and really just wreak havoc on some family-run businesses when those conflicts do arise." And so, when we're looking at this concept of succession planning for family businesses, let's just have you start today with kind of a high-level overview. How important is succession planning overall when there's a family business in the picture? Yeah, assuming that the family wants to pass that family business on to the next generation, the succession planning component is is pretty critical. You know, if there's not a solid succession plan in place, it often leads to a lot of challenges within the family, you know, a family conflict, which obviously then could lead to down the road, a lot of challenges with the business financially. And, you know, if those conflicts got to the level of ultimately even uh, potentially bringing the business into some serious financial trouble, that's going to potentially have some serious financial implications on the family and can really cause you know, irreparable harm to the relationships within that, fa within that family. So you know, succession planning is important for any business, really, uh, in terms of how that owner wants to transition out. But within family businesses themselves, it's, I would say, even, even more important. So Homer, let me ask you this then, how, or how can a family with a business assess the, even in the first place, their need for succession planning? How, how do they go about deciding whether or not there's a need? Well, again, I think the need is, is obvious no matter what. I think that, okay. the, you know, what really it comes down to is uh, the process of putting it into place and, uh, you know, how technical they want to get in, in terms of, uh, putting things in writing to try to eliminate uh, that dissent amongst the family. So, you know, some of the issues they need to, to realize in terms of how maybe urgent the process is, is, you know, how, how close or not uh, is that current managing generation to, to, to moving on out of the business? And you know, some of the big questions they got to answer is, you know, do they want this business to stay in the family or is it to a point from a value perspective that 
you know, they might want to consider selling to an outside party. I know that can often be taboo within family businesses to consider, you know, but it is still something that each family business needs to at least uh, look at, uh, you know, depending on where we are in the market and the, in the business cycle. You know, the other you know, issues uh, a lot of times with family businesses is you have family members working within the business. And is that next generation you know, really ready to step up to the plate to manage the business? And if not, you know, how are you going to get them ready or how are you going to mitigate that with potential outside uh, managers? And then, you know, what's going to happen between the, 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 the next generation of inheritors, you know, those that are in the business and those that aren't within the business. So, you know, how do we deal with, again, that whole concept of family harmony that we've discussed, you know, from a succession planning standpoint, family constitution plan standpoint from other conversations, how do we try to ensure family harmony um, is continued uh, throughout the process? Yeah, I'm glad you brought that up because family harmony really is the most important thing when it comes to everything that goes throughout this succession planning process within a family business. So there's a lot to consider there, Homer, so in order to maintain that family harmony. And that being said, how do you get started? How should a family with a business, you know, that's knows that that process, that succession planning process is coming. How do you get started? Where do you begin this succession planning? Yeah, I think that the most important starting point is we, we have to think of succession planning as being flexible. I think oftentimes people can get too uh, caught up in trying to design the perfect plan given the current tax environment, legal environment, whatnot. But it's really important, you know, a family business that's going to survive multiple generations has got to be able to deal with these constant changes we're going to see in, in the environment within the family uh, and all of that. So, you know, it still needs to be well designed. It needs to be as clear on what the objectives of the business and what the family are, but still having that flexibility is really important. So, you know, it needs to look across all the generations, it needs to identify, you know, what are the different roles of the different family members going to be? And then it needs to be able to deliver, be delivered to the family uh, in a in a concise way where everybody can get a good understanding of it. And so the use of things like family meetings that we've discussed before uh, uh, is critical to, to making sure that everybody understands what their role is. And, and oftentimes within these family businesses, you've got non-family members that are key management level and, and executive level members of the team, and they need to understand uh, what the what the goal of the family is and what the succession plan is, because, you know, there's always a risk when you do, you know, transfers from one generation to the next that you're going to lose people and so the the better you can communicate the plan and and the more clear it is for those uh executives as well the, the less likely they are to leave and if they are going to leave you can at least plan for it yeah such a such a really important thought there with the employees and the last thing you want to do uh, is is ruffle feathers there and make you know and lose valuable pieces of the business you know those people that have maybe been with the company 10 20 30 years that you know and trust uh so it sounds like to me, Homer, that this idea of transparency is is paramount throughout this process. So talk to me about this idea of transparency and why that really does play such an important role in trying to maintain that family harmony and avoid, you know, the fighting among family members when they're really they're, maybe it doesn't need to exist in the first place. Most well-designed succession plans don't just deal with the business itself and, and specific to management succession. They really are all about fostering family harmony. And that really comes from that transparency that you spoke to. You know, uh, the next generations, the younger generations, if they feel like they're just being told what's going to happen and don't have the opportunity to provide their input, even if they're not the decision maker at that point, uh, without that ability to at least provide their input, discuss their concerns, um, the likelihood of things leading down the road to, to you know, 
at the at the very least more distrust or or disharmony within the family, uh, or worse, you know, lawsuits. You know, when when things don't go the way that they would have wanted, and they didn't feel they had a voice. So, you know, having a proper succession plan in place that's well. Uh, uh, communicated to the family where everybody feels they at least had a voice uh, is at least going to lessen that likelihood. Now, there's no guarantee that even doing that process is going to eliminate um, any, you know, future uh, types of lawsuits and, you know, family distrust or anything like that, but it's definitely going to dramatically reduce the likelihood of it. Oh, yeah, certainly. And, and so family harmony there, Homer, being obviously a really big part of this whole equation and in the successful succession, you know, plan. Beyond that, beyond that family harmony, how does, in your eyes, a well-crafted succession plan really address those technical issues behind the family business? Yeah, there's there's a lot going on with any mm-hmm. private business and, and obviously family business with the additional family dynamics are always there. Um, but in terms of technical issues that you're always dealing with are things like taxes. And so how are um, taxes going to come into play when it comes to a generational transfer, you know, from whether it's inherited or, or, you know, buying and selling within the family, all of those components, taxes play a big role. And so how are you going to mitigate those and reduce those as much as possible? Uh, One we kind of touched on already is just the competency. So, you know, where are the various family members who are involved in the business at in their readiness to uh, keep the business thriving and surviving into the next generation? Some of the other issues that are going to need to be dealt with are, you know, what's the financial situation of those that are uh, going to be maybe playing bigger roles within the family business? You know, if uh, a family member is in financial trouble and is now, you know, uh, whether intentionally or just from lack of great planning now, uh, heavily involved in the management of the business or responsible for it, uh, there's a lot of risk for how they might mismanage the funds within the business. And then, you know, other things that are, are harder sometimes to talk about, but how might future divorces impact the business? So, you know, next generation uh, has their ownership of the business, they get divorced and that spouse, you know, if again, proper planning isn't done, may have a bigger say within the business than the family wants. And so even thinking ahead to, to things like that are, are important as a part of the succession plan. Yeah, no, absolutely. Uh, massive, massive factors to really incorporate here. Homer, given all those goals and, of course, issues that you just mentioned, what advice might you have uh, for just taking all of that into account and then getting them into that formalized actual plan on paper? Yeah. One of the key components of any good succession plan is it has to be written down, has to be on paper, uh, and it has to be spelled out in a way that the next generation can clearly understand. And so, you know, that comes in a a number of different ways. Uh, There's what we call collective documents. That's going to be things like shareholder agreements, the uh, operating agreement for the business, things that are specifically related to the operating of the business itself. And then there's the personal documents that are going to help uh, codify a lot of this, which is you know things like uh, the estate plan. So wills, trusts, things of that nature, they're going to spell out how uh, the business is inherited to that next generation. So again, the, the key, key component to all of this is that it can't just be discussed. It's got to be something that's actually written down and uh, uh, communicated well to the rest of the family. Sure. So that's obviously a big part of it. But then, Homer, I feel like there would be some issues that then creep in, that can at least creep into the, you know, the scene. Is the issue of making sure that the family plan, that succession plan, is adhered to over time? So beyond not just the tr- the initial transfer, uh, but maybe transfers thereafter. So talk to me a little bit about this this idea and importance, really, of uh, of making sure the plan is adhered to over time. 
staying relevant. Yeah. Definitely need to keep in mind for family business owners that it's one thing to craft these succession plans, even if you have them in writing, you know, they're well documented and communicated throughout the family. Unfortunately, you know, while these legal structures can be in place, they can't guarantee that things won't come up in the future and that family members won't fight uh, over, you know, how the succession plan is actually being implemented. And even if things are well documented and, and the likelihood of those uh, lawsuits uh, uh, being able to make any changes are very low, just the cost of, of navigating those lawsuits and the, the, the distrust or the, the disharmony they create uh, can have a significant impact on the business for a long period of time. So, you know, unfortunately, even if you do a good job of this, you're not necessarily guaranteeing a perfect outcome. Yeah, I mean, you can put the effort there, but at the end of the day, everybody's got to be on the same page to make sure that that succession plan is truly adhered to. So final question, Homer, as I'm kind of, you know, we're bringing the conversation to a head here. What do you believe families should do once they've got it? Once the succession plan is in place, what do they do to make sure that things stay smooth once it's, you know, it's there in front of them? Yeah, I think uh, another recurring theme that we have uh, on this show quite often is this idea of stress testing. And so uh, succession planning, just like planning for most other goals that you might have, is not a one-time event. You know, tax laws change, um, estate planning laws change, a lot of things change, the family dynamics change over time. So uh, the, the succession plan needs to be regularly addressed, needs to be, the assumptions need to be reviewed and um, the uh, assumptions need to be reviewed in terms of are they gonna result in the outcome that the family is looking for within that business. So a regular conversation around this and, and the use of things like family meetings, whether it's annually or at least every couple of years, uh, the succession plan should be discussed, should be reviewed and should be stress tested to make sure that it's still going to result in the outcome that the family is looking for. Yeah. I mean, there's too much changing within our world for, for this to be a one size fit all succession plan. I mean, it, there's the factors are going to inevitably change and, you know, regu those regular meetings and making sure that these, this is uh, ebbing and flowing and really adhered to over time. I mean, that can be paramount to, you know, making sure that the other factor that we mentioned at the beginning, the family harmony really stays in play. Um, Homer, you know, I guess I got a bonus little question for you. Uh, if anybody out there in our audience who's with us today, uh, maybe they are going through something similar themselves. Maybe they have a friend, a family member who is kind of approaching maybe this process of building a succession plan. Maybe they're interested in reaching out to you and your team to start a conversation, maybe get some advice overall. How would they best go about reaching out to you and your team to get that conversation started? I mean, the easy answer, obviously, they can email me anytime at homer at convergentwealth.com. Be happy to, to start that conversation. And, and really, the bigger um, picture really is that they should be looking at a lot more than just the succession plan. And that's just one component of the overall plan for them. And, and you know, really is looking at the business itself, you know, what, what stage in the life cycle of the business are they are they in growth mode are they in kind of sustaining mode are they you know uh, needing to add you know, different ideas into the business to help it grow more you know so the succession plan is just one of the areas that we can help them review um, as a part of the process and it, it really goes much beyond uh, just the succession plan that that is important that, it, that they be stress testing and taking a look at Awesome. All right. Well, Homer, hey, really appreciate you carving some time out of your busy day to be with us to talk through succession planning for family businesses. And uh, I'm looking forward to having you back and, and getting into another conversation down the road. Uh, thanks, Ryan. It's always good to be here and, and uh, always excited to bring you know some of these complex ideas to the table for our clients and, and for those in the audience and, and hope, you know, just uh, spark 
some uh, some some conversations and yeah. and spark some ideas that uh, you all can be doing to uh, you know move you towards your optimal financial world and and living uh, that amazing life of significance that uh, we're we're hoping all of our clients can attain. I love that. Well, hey, that's why we're here, and we're going to keep it rolling. But uh, thank you so much, Homer. And look, we want to take one final moment to thank you, of course, our audience, for jumping aboard with us today on the show. If you liked what you saw, you liked what you heard, please comment, subscribe to the show on whichever platform you're checking us out on, and then, of course, share this information. Just like Homer just mentioned, these conversations are for you. We want to help optimize your financial world, allow you to live that amazing life of significance, and we've got a lot of great conversations teed up uh, that we would hate for you to miss out on. So that being said, for Mr. Homer Smith, I'm Ryan Ruff. We're saying so long, and we thank you so much for joining us on today's edition of Advance Your Wealth. All opinions expressed by Homer Smith are solely Smith's opinions and do not reflect the opinions of Integrated Wealth Concepts, LLC, Integrated, or its parent company or affiliates, and may have been previously disseminated by Smith on television, radio, internet, or another medium. You should not treat any opinion expressed by Smith as a specific inducement to make particular investment or follow a particular strategy, but only as an expression of his opinion. Smith's opinions are based on information he considers reliable, but neither integrated nor its affiliates and or subsidiaries warrant its completeness or accuracy, and it should not be relied upon as such. Smith, integrated, its affiliates and or subsidiaries are not under any obligation to update or correct any information provided. Smith's statements and opinions are subject to change without notice. Past performance is not indicative of future results. Neither Smith nor Integrated guarantees any specific outcome or profit. You should be aware of the real risk of loss in following any strategy or investment discussed by Smith or anyone else. Strategies or investments discussed may fluctuate in price or value. Investors may get back less than invested. Investments or strategies mentioned on this website or in the show may not be suitable for you. This material does not take into account your particular investment objectives, financial situation, or needs, and is not intended as recommendations appropriate for you. You must make an independent decision regarding investments or strategies mentioned by Smith. Before acting on information you hear, you should consider whether it is suitable for your particular circumstances and strongly consider seeking advice from your own financial or investment advisor. Investment advice offered through Integrated Financial Partners, a registered investment advisor. Integrated Financial Partners provides investment advisory services through several doing business as names. The information in this material is for general information only and is not intended to provide specific advice or recommendations for any individual. Integrated Financial Partners does not provide legal, tax, mortgage advice, or services. Please consult your legal tax advisor regarding your specific situation.